Maybe for you, sharing your feelings is not being vulnerable. Maybe for you, flexing the the mind muscle is being vulnerable. Maybe you're more afraid of success than you are failure. If so, then your vulnerabilities are going to be different. Where am I uncomfortable? Like, honestly. And where am I not uncomfortable where other people are? Because I wasn't scared for the Evan interview at all. YouTube channel, 3.6 million subscribers. Like, a lot of people would be really scared of that. I could tell you were scared. With love. With love. I wasn't scared of that. I don't know why. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1304, another reason why your circle is everything, and everything is in all caps, so you know it's important. Today, for episode number 1305, what does vulnerability actually mean to you? So, it's interesting because when you look up vulnerability or you hear somebody talk about vulnerability, it's usually you putting yourself out there with the opportunity to be hurt, the opportunity to be judged, the opportunity to have a weakness of yours poked, right? I always use the analogy of um, what's the most vulnerable part of a hot air balloon, the, the top, Right, If that gets poked and there's a hole in it, everything could go horribly wrong. That's why I didn't want to get in the hot air balloon. Too many vulnerabilities. Too many vulnerabilities. But Alan and I were talking recently after Next Level Live, and it was interesting because I realized that my vulnerability and Alan's vulnerability on stage are completely different in pretty much the opposite, where if somebody came up to me and said, Kev, you need to be more vulnerable. It's like, that's not a pro- I don't really struggle with that. I don't struggle with the normal definition of vulnerable when I feel vulnerable is when I kind of can't do that. So this is just an analogy. If Alan and I were teaching like an AP math course, that for me is very vulnerable because my jokes are not going to, it doesn't matter. You're not going to tell jokes. That's not why people are there. Where if Alan and I are talking to a therapist or we're talking to a counselor, for me, it's not super challenging to sit down and say, yeah, you know, this is how I feel. This is an insecurity of mine. This is the biggest fear I have. That's just not something that is super challenging for me. So the goal of this episode, and this is going to be a quick one, the goal, the point of this episode is maybe for you, sharing your feelings is not being vulnerable. Maybe for you, flexing the the mind muscle is being vulnerable. Maybe you're more afraid of success than you are failure. If so, then your vulnerabilities are going to be different. That's kind of our goal with this episode, the point. So I remember this was probably five years ago, five or four years ago. We've been doing this podcast for six years. Yeah. So probably four, at least four years ago, Kevin and his wife, Taryn, girlfriend at the time, watched a documentary by Brene Brown on vulnerability and then started talking to me about it on the Hyperconscious podcast back in the Hyperconscious podcast days, which by the way, Kev, this mug, Emilia made me tea, is the Hyperconscious mug. That uh, when the tea is warm, if you're on YouTube, the 
hyperconscious uh, podcast symbol starts to happen. The warmer the tea is, as it gets colder, it goes away. It goes away. Remember the days. So I remember being like, I don't think I understand what vulnerability is. I don't even know if I know what that really means. And I think intellectually I understood what it was. I just never connected it to that word. And I certainly didn't know how to apply that. One thing that I've found fascinating on this journey, and I want every every listener to put themselves sort of in this, this understanding. Kevin and I have always been vulnerable on this journey, and we've always been outside of our comfort zone on this journey, but in very different ways, and usually at different times, which is interesting. I'm not super scared to be incompetent. I'm not scared to share my screen and be in Excel and do formulas or, or type in front of people. I'm not super concerned about, like when we interviewed Stephen Kotler, for example, he's a neuroscientist. He wrote a book called The Art of Impossible. He's been studying neuroscience for 30 years or whatever. And I wasn't very scared for that interview. And now I understand why. I'm, I've been studying neuroscience so long, I'm not really vulnerable there. Mm. For me, that's my bread and butter. It's all good. Like It was really awesome interview. For Kevin, that was vulnerable because he's scared that he's not going to be able to be seen as competent in that arena or he's scared that he's not going to be seen as smart enough or he's not going to be good enough or whatever it is. So the interview with Stephen Kotler, for you, Kevin, was you being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? For sure. Okay. That I don't actually think was very vulnerable for me. What is vulnerable for me is something I want to share right now, which is we did introductions. So group 10 launched yesterday. Yesterday evening, we we always do a round robin introduction and we want to make sure the whole group meets each other. That's the purpose of group coaching. It's not just to grow, it's to grow with a group of people. And the better you understand everyone, the more you get to know everyone, the more safe you feel psychologically, the more you feel like you belong and actually the more you grow. So it's been kind of an awesome duality in that. For me, I was turning all red again. I was like super red and I just kind of owned it. And I said, honestly, I'm, I'm nervous and I don't necessarily know exactly why I'm nervous. I think maybe I'm afraid to be seen in certain ways or, or trigger people. Kevin, you know, after we did an experience review and he said, I think you're just afraid to be attacked or disliked. I think you, you said disliked, mm-hmm. not attacked, but disliked. I think that's true. I think that I've never felt like an easily likable person. I feel like a lot of times I am too much for people. I just knew I wouldn't be too much for Stephen Kotler, which excited me. And so I think Kev, maybe his deepest fear is not being enough Maybe my deepest fear is being too much. And I think that it's vulnerable for us. And this will be the last piece of this. Kevin and I were at a backyard barbecue one time. And he said, this is easy for me. This is great. And I told him, I said, I was really uncomfortable. That was really uncomfortable for me. He's like, well, what if here you're afraid to be too much and this is vulnerable for you. Whereas Stephen Kotler, it's not vulnerable for you. You're not too much. And that's vulnerable for me. So what if I feel at home at the backyard barbecue? And what if you feel at home interviewing a neuroscientist? And I had this moment of like, that's probably true. And ever since that day, Kev, I've I've never looked at myself the same. And I think that that's something that we all need to be aware of. Are you afraid to be too much or too little? And by the way, it shifts depending on the context. It shifts, you know, maybe in fitness, you're afraid to be too little. Maybe in 
neuroscience, you're afraid to be too much. I don't know, but it all depends on the context of the room. But I know it's all of our brains unconsciously being like, do I fit in here? Can I fit in here? Am I going to be loved here? Am I going to be villainized here? We're always optimizing for that. And I think becoming aware of that is really, really important. I think of vulnerability now more than ever as you walking towards the dark room that you know you're afraid of. That's kind of what it, like, it might not be having a, I remember you and I didn't, we did an interview with Tori Aletto and I talked about how I had an addiction to porn. It's like, for me, I don't really, it doesn't really do much for me. Like, yeah, whatever. What, is somebody going to reach out? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not super worried about that. That's like the least of my concerns. For me, that doesn't really move the needle. I don't, there's no part of me that's like, oh, I shouldn't say this. Or like, I'm afraid to say this. But I think being vulnerable for me is a strength. The, the Maybe the, the normal definition of vulnerable. I'm not really afraid of the judgment that comes with that. But I am afraid of other things like looking bad on stage or not adding value. That's a big fear I have. That's a vulnerability for me. You know, so I, I really think for you, if you're listening, if you've ever heard somebody say, you know, be vulnerable and they, they gave you examples of how to do it, and it didn't resonate. Maybe it's because your definition of vulnerable is different. We had somebody in group well, coaching last night. your fears are different. Because your fears are different. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid of success, vulnerability is probably different. Definitely. If you're afraid of failure, vulnerability is probably different. If you're afraid of love, vulnerability is probably different. If you're afraid of money, vulnerability is probably different. I think that's a really important thing to understand. Because again, there's going to be a lot of blanket advice, and I'm sure we've used blanket advice in the, in the past when it comes to vulnerability, but as we understand it more and more, it was a really interesting shift for you and I being on stage together. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you in group coaching, Kevin, it's interesting because naturally and organically, he takes the lead when I'm insecure or incompetent and vice versa. I absolutely love book club. It is my favorite way to start the weekend. We talk about uh, the chapter that we read previously and it made a big difference in my life and the beginning of my journey of self-development. And it is a very kind and welcoming community. And it's a great space where if you want to um, just sit and listen, you're able to, but there's also a lot of space for discussion and questions. I have nothing but good things to say about book club. So at Next Level Live, the tail end of it was more peak performance oriented and I started to lead a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But on group coaching, when we did the round robins yesterday, I kind of just tagged you in like, dude, like, can you do the, this? Because I'm, I don't like, I'm not comfortable here. Mm -hmm. But I kind of owned that in the moment. And I think that what's important for everyone is like, I never used to be aware of how, I'm, how scared I was of that stuff. Like if you talked to me five years ago, Kev, I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, I'm scared to teach a group of 10 people. Mm. And I honestly don't think I'm scared to teach a group of 10 people. I think I'm scared to like be my full vulnerable self in front of 10 people, particularly, and I'll give a tiny example. So even right now, I'm actually scared to say this. I track 35 habits a day, every day. I'm not perfect. I don't do them every day. But I think I'm afraid to trigger people with that. Mm. And, and I don't think that's an easily likable quality, maybe. I don't know. But when I express it vulnerably, I bet you it's not as triggering. 
versus like, look how awesome I am. I track 35 habits a day. I never understood the way in which you articulate who you are. If you do it in a vulnerable energy, people are going to be less triggered and they're not going to poke holes in it as much. Next Level Live, I don't think I showed up incompetent. I think that I went vulnerable and it connected every, all the competence connected much more deeply this time. Mm-hmm. Whereas in 2022, I think I kind of, I would say I got triggered. I would say I slightly puffer fished. And I think that it just didn't connect. It didn't land. It, it did land with some people, but it didn't land nearly as well as it would have if I had gone vulnerable. And what's interesting is like, for you, you weren't uncomfortable last night on the group coaching. I was the one who was uncomfortable. But yet when we get to the peak performance one, if I let you lead, you would probably be the one uncomfortable. Sure. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. So th- that's what this is, is I hope the listeners are sitting there going, where am I uncomfortable? Like honestly, and where am I not uncomfortable where other people are? Because I am i wasn't scared for the Evan interview at all. YouTube channel, 3.6 million subscribers. Like a lot of people would be really scared of that. I could tell you were scared for sure. with love, with love. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of that. I don't know why. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a little bit when we rumbled a little, but I just really enjoy interviewing people. So for me, that's maybe it's within my competence zone. I don't know. I love self-improvement, but I think everyone should really get to know what you really are afraid of and stop pretending that you're not afraid of these things. And I think that just because you don't, I don't think I share typical fears, you know, Uh, but my fears are definitely different. I definitely, I think I'm afraid to be disliked and stuff like that. I've been talking a lot about that, but you said this last night, Kev, you said, I'm not afraid to be disliked. Is that true? There's just not a big history of it. And the people who have disliked me, it's like, I don't, I don't want you to like me anyway. I don't care. You're just not my type of person. Yeah, usually I'm, I'm, I think I'm received as fairly well liked. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, but you are afraid to be incompetent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for we sure. have opposite issues or mm-hmm. challenges. <laughs> yeah, of course. I think that's, that's kind of par for the course for you and I. <laughs> yeah, which one for the listeners? Some people are probably like, well, both. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's um, possible. Is it my side? Is it Kevin's side? Or is it both? And most importantly, and this is what I had the question written down, what makes you feel the most uncomfortable? Which which one makes you feel more uncomfortable, being incompetent or being disliked? Because I think, and this is the last thing I'll say on this episode, I promise, I think there's a correlation between being really competent and being disliked, honestly. That's Not fair. always, but I do think in some cases because it's such a big mirror for people. And if you think about where you're the most competent, I'm sure you've been a big mirror for people at times. Um, and, and maybe they didn't like you behind the scenes, particularly when you were jacked in high school. You know, everyone said you were on steroids, right? And that kind of thing, right? So you did get some of that. Yeah, but it was never really from people I cared about. It was from other people. Like, whatever. People at other schools. It's like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. You're just mad because you're losing. Like, when we're beating you. You know, whatever. And honestly, yeah, I appreciate the fact. I wish somebody would reach out to me today and say, you look like you're on steroids. I take that. I accept that. <laughs> I wake up praying for that. I got to get my, my S together. But it's just, yeah, I, I just think it's one of those things. My deepest fear is not being disliked. My deepest fear is not being good enough. I'm not worried about being disliked. Now, I don't know. There Are there people that hear that and say like, ah, I don't really like it that much, Kev. Maybe, right? I'm sure there is. In a subset of humans, there will be. But that's not that's not really the thing that runs me. At times, Alan, honestly, I have to think of, I have to reverse that thought and make sure I don't do something with that, like being blind to that. 
where, you know, sometimes when I'm like done with the conversation, I'm just like, all right, I'm going like, I'm, this isn't for me. I have to consciously say, I know you don't really care what this person thinks, but like, don't do it to a detriment. Oh, I have that with certain people. If you're listening, not you, you're, you're not, I would never do that with a listener, but like there's been, you know, if I'm having a conversation with somebody and it's like out of alignment, I'm pretty quick to say like, eh, I need to go. I don't really care if- Which makes sense if you're not afraid to be disliked. Whereas if you do have a fear of being disliked, you're going to fawn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we got to jump, but this is, yeah, it's a good one. And for the listeners, the last thing is just, just which one makes you the most uncomfortable? Because most likely that's running you and you have to get outside your comfort zone with it. I have to be willing to be more disliked at times and sit in the vulnerability of that. Kev, you have to be willing to be incompetent, man. Who cares? I'm not afraid to be incompetent at all. I care. Yeah, but I'm not afraid of being disliked either. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I I am, just not to the same degree. I know. Yeah. And I am too, but not to the same degree. Same degree. You got a call. I got to get you off here. Next level nation. I am realizing, and Alan has brought this to my attention more than me realizing it, but many of the amazing members of our community are becoming podcasters. If you are a podcaster and you want to learn more about podcasting, I also have a podcast called Podcast Growth University, where I do an episode every single week on what has brought us success whether it's getting clients, whether it's becoming a better speaker, whatever it is, an episode every single week. Uh, Again, totally free, just like this on YouTube, all of that happy jazz. If you're interested, check it out. If you are a podcaster or want to become one, I want to make that show as valuable as humanly possible for you. If you want a safe place where it is encouraged to be vulnerable, to be your authentic self, and where there is no bullying ever, ever, ever allowed... Next Level Nation is the place. The link will be in the show notes. We hope to see you in there. We're about to surpass 700 community members. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Join us. uh, Get uncomfortable. Share your story. Introduce yourself. And not uncomfortable uh, in a negative way, but in a positive way to to chase your fears and become a a bigger, better version of yourself, for lack of better phrasing. Boom. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number... 1,306, one reason many of us get burnt out. I had an awareness on a podcast today that I want to share with you. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Go get outside your comfort zone, Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.